songs and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Vest. Welcome back to the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. Today I have a guest who is um, better known as a, a comic genius, um, uh, a teen heartthrob. Today <laughs> I have Claire Gardner. Hi, Claire. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. How are you? I'm great. I feel much better after that spectacular <laughs> intro, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, I, I like to believe you are, in fact, a, a teen heartthrob. You must have been. I, you know, if you weren't then you are now. <laughs> I feel like maybe now I'm more of a teen heartthrob in my teens. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, as this is the somewhat happy hour, um, hold on. As I pour my drink without spilling it, I, I raise my glass to you and cheers to uh, one. So good to see you, and also uh, let's let's have a somewhat happy conversation. I love it. So cheers, cheers. cheers. Uh, <laughs> um, for the listeners, Claire does not have a drink. Uh, I don't. I have a water uh, bottle. She, to- yeah, water, but but yeah, uh, but wasn't holding anything in that moment, um, and that's okay. So, Claire, the wonderful first question: Who are you, and what can you tell me about yourself? Oh, it's just God. like this is a very it's it, it's free therapy for the okay. first like ten minutes. Hmm. Okay. Um. Well, I'm Claire Gardner. It's so nice to be here. Uh, some people call me a comedian. Some people call me an actor. Um, some people call me a dungeon master and that's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've, um, I've been sort of very stagnant lately getting into the, um, getting back into the rhythm of post COVID kind of post COVID life, sure. yeah. life. Yeah. I'm still very much wearing masks everywhere I go because I, I don't. Oh yeah. No, me too. I don't trust anybody. So neither. <laughs> Even though they're like, you don't have to wear masks. It's like, no, no, I don't know what you really do, friend. I don't know. Yeah. You so know, I, I, I feel mine. like if I wear one, you're still going to stay six feet back. In the <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. I could go, <clears throat> you know, cough and they go, right? oh, God. And, you know, that's fine. I love now, like, catching something in the back of my throat at a restaurant mm-hmm. and not wearing a mask and going, <clears throat> And then I'm like, everybody right. in this restaurant thinks that I'm going to kill them. They're like, oh, oh, God, yeah, it's this happening. Is it. This is the outbreak right here <laughs> in the middle of this Mexican restaurant. Exactly. Which would be tragic. But, you know, wh- where are you from originally? Yeah, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Born, raised, been here forever. Probably will stay here for a long time. Um, okay. I think it's a great place. A lot of people. A lot, lot of, of cultural. Uh, a lot time. of theater out yes. in the Richmond area. Yes. Which was unbeknownst to me for the longest, which I think is embarrassing. Really? Considering wow. I'm <laughs> just graduated with how, how far are you from like VCU and like you know broad not even, not even like 20 minutes wow and you didn't know study. that theater was like a big thing not really I don't know I I think my brain saw like VCU arts and I jumped to okay. like the the like physical art visual art that's fair um but and there's then like so like, many. No, it's yeah. fine art too. <laughs> yeah, there's so many uh, theaters out there. There's like, there's, I think it's called the Firehouse Theater. Yep. And there's like the Virginia Rep, the yeah. big, the really Ford. nice. Yeah. The yeah. 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 There, yeah. The Ultra is right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine lived next to it. There's like a dorm next to it, and it's like a full on big professional theater that shows go into and, you know, comedians. Um, but you're so close. So that means, you know, you can just, just, Drive on over. Oh, yeah. It's magical. Yeah. I love that. Um, So you said some people call you a comedian. Some people call you an actor. I call you a comic actor, much like myself. You are a comic actor. Um, 
but when did you uh, discover? Let me. This is a two-parter. When did you sc- discover theater, and then when did you discover comedy? Okay, this is a three-parter. And then right. when did you realize, oh, I'm a comic actor. I'm funny, but I can also act. Oh, okay, we'll start at the very beginning. We'll go sure. piece by piece. So I discovered theater acting in general in a sort of a fluke situation when I jumped into middle school. Um, I really, really wanted to be in choir. I wanted to be like the show choir. Are tab- you a singer? No, no. Because <laughs> I, I know, I know. Much like me, you have sworn off the musical theater world. Correct. It's not. That is not my home. That's not my sure. place. Sure. Um. But I, I sang a lot when I was younger. I think before my voice dropped, and if we, we'll call it that, yeah. Claire but, went from a beautiful soprano to a uh, a beautiful bass. You, cool. you know, yeah, I would say a really intimidating face. <laughs> That's why they don't cast me. So all the men get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I moved, came into middle school wanting to do choir really badly. And one of the requirements of doing choir was you had to in, uh, enroll in this like rotating class thing. Yeah. Right. You had to do choir and then like keyboard skills, technology, and then drama. I was like, whatever, whatever gets me into show choir um, is what I'll do. And I started in drama. That was my first segment uh, and loved the teacher. And he was like, well, come, come audition for the school play. It was Guys and Dolls Junior. I will remember this. I did Guys and Dolls in middle school. I feel like everybody did Guys and Dolls. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have done it just in middle school, nowhere else but middle school. Mm -hmm. And it's not a middle school appropriate show. No, it's not. I mean, there's um, – Sarah gets she goes to uh where do they go Havana and they get drunk. Yeah, she's got a whole drunk song about and, how it feels to be drunk. Yeah, and then there's the whole gambling aspect like here there are 11 and 12 year olds playing uh Isn't Adelaide like, just a burlesque dancer? Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> is. Yeah, very much so. Cuz yeah. it's yeah, it's the yeah, that time period, yeah. Yeah, it's it's 9 years rough. old absolutely throwing down having a great time. <laughs> Who did you play? I literally I got cast as ensemble. I was Oh, wow. One of the problems with my middle school, uh-huh. um, our director loved him. He based everything on height. Because again, the talent level when you're about 9 to like 12 is not spectacular. No. It's not about the portrayal. It's just sort of about the visual. Yeah. And I was really small. I've always been really tiny. Yeah. When I was in middle school, I don't think I had crested even close to five foot yet. And you're five. Are you like five one? Five two? Five three. Oh, five three. Okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. Five foot three. (laughs) Um, But I was so tiny that you really couldn't put me next to any of the other people without me looking like a baby. Sure. So I was ensemble for a lot of things until finally I was cast as a, a baby pretty much <laughs> uh, the next year. Um, but I did that and I ended up loving it. We met in college. We did. Uh, I don't remember when we met. It was before we did Lysistrata. I think it yeah. was in class. Uh, directing Early class. spring of 2018, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it might have. No, it wasn't at the auditions because classes started. Yeah. I think before. it was definitely class. Uh, we had directing class with the legend that is Rick Davis. Yeah. Uh, directing one. Uh, that was such a good class. We had so many great people in that class. Oh, yeah. Um, but we didn't talk. You and I did not talk until about two. Actually, no. So we had met. I remember meeting you. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to someone, and then you went up to them, and they're like, "Oh, this is Claire." I think it was Sophia. Sophia introduced me to you, uh, yeah, and right. then that later that week we had to go to uh, 
auditions and we both were called back for Liz Estrada. I don't remember reading with you, but it's possible. I, I don't remember that. I don't um, think, I think it was only women reading with women. Okay. For uh, at least when I read. Sure. Um, but I don't recall. I, I remember then being cast. And since our show was in April, we didn't start rehearsals till mid-March. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, but, you know, we had class together every week. And you and I in class knew we were both cast. We were the only two in that class in Lys Estrada. Mm-hmm. Still nothing, nothing, nothing until we get up to do yep. um, what's called the Masterpiece Project. And we were paired to play a couple in a scene. And I remember we linked arms and I went, hey, uh, I'm in Lys Estrada too. And you were like, oh my God, <laughs> I play Lys Estrada. And I remember thinking in my head, I know you play Lys Estrada. Like, <laughs> You don't need to tell me that. I know who you play. Um, and and so from there, we you know, we started talking. And then so by the time we got to rehearsals, it was a much better, uh, yeah. you know, which, which, you know, could have been tricky given what, what we'll talk about here in a minute when it comes <laughs> to what was forced in Lissa Estrada by the great uh, Teresa Ohanian, who, who I love very much. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fabulous one of director. my favorite directors I've ever worked with. Made it such a comfortable place to be. Absolutely. Um, but so you played Lissa Estrada in Lissa Estrada in this very modern take of Lissa Estrada. Yes. Uh, the production, the version we did was even a modern, like I think it was written for a modern audience. Yeah, it was a so modern. It had, it had that, you know, that old English but it was also mixed with modern English. So, you know, when you would lose the audience, you know, it would be fine. You can get them back. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, was it, uh, 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 I'll just call it sexy, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's not the right word. I, I know that is a, a word we can use. Yeah. I remember f- from the first read through, we were told it's going to be very, you know, very big. And, uh, you know, uh, dare I bring up the, um, the, <laughs> the sex toys that were, meant to be and were they were around but then they were cut yeah uh which is what we can talk about now but before we get to that what was it like playing Estrada, playing the title character in a sudden in a very well-known comedy something like that i think from the get-go especially in casting is so intimidating uh, just from because again, if you talk to anybody like I did with you, and they were like, "Oh, you're in Lissa Estrada. Who do you play?" and you have to look at them in the face and be like, "Well, <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> I am Lissa Estrada, bitch yeah, of of fame. That's <laughs> um, it's it's so intimidating, and especially sure. with a classic, being the title character in a classic is terrifying because every person who knows what a classic is. You just have to say the name and they're like, oh, interesting. And they have a million preconceived notion and ideas of how you're going to play that. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. Oh, uh, no. And, and it's funny because in the classics, Melissa Strada, that comes to mind right now, is one of the only title characters that's in the entire play. Because mm-hmm. so many of those Greek characters that the play is named after appear for like 20 minutes, about 40 minutes into the show. And <laughs> yeah. then the show's over and you're like, Oh, or like if you think of like Agamemnon, Agamemnon comes in like 30 minutes in, he's in the whole show for maybe 10 minutes, mm-hmm. dies, and then there's still a whole second half of the play where you're like, oh, so <laughs> he he's it's done? Like he's mm-hmm. done? But I, let's just try to, I, I read the play in a class of like a semester or so before, but I, I knew what Lysistrata was. I had read it in high school. 
Um, which going thinking back now, I'm glad I read the original version and not the one we did because I don't think that would be one that you could get away with in a high school setting. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but we, we, you know, it was such a big production and the cast was huge, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of really great comic actors were in the show. I want to talk about our forced uh, intimate <laughs> friendship. <laughs> so. As I said earlier, we we weren't very close when we started class, but by the time we got to Lysistrata, we were colleagues. Right. Uh, and then we went to the first few rehearsals. That was all table work. That was fine. Actually, I don't remember doing table work for Lysistrata. I remember just jumping right into the show. But I remember the very first rehearsal I had to go to after like a, the second read-through was – blocking of my scene i was in one scene that was in the middle of the play and then i never Fantastic came back scene. um and so <clears throat> there were like two, myself and ryan ryan phillips were only in one scene and we would just wait for that scene and then we were done <clears throat> but or my scene uh it was a very um hmm, i played a misogynistic man basically saying we i, I don't remember if he was saying we i think he was saying we don't need women we just want sex or something i think that's what he was saying and then haha you're gonna break before we do and you know he's a very very bad person um yet he he loses the battle because one in our version there were yo mama jokes which was very difficult for me not to laugh at especially <laughs> m m had one and and used the same one throughout the entire run but it still made me laugh every night yeah um <laughs> but so there was that then we had clothes being thrown at us uh, and then my favorite was this very intimate moment um, where you had to uh, sit on me. And you weren't just sitting on me. You were mm-hmm. – um, oh, what's the word? Uh, I feel like straddle is probably the right there word. There it is. Yeah. Um, In a, a aggressive <laughs> kind of way. Yes. And so – but let's go back to the first rehearsal. So again, right. you and I still getting to know each other. We're reading through the scene and then our director goes, okay, so you have to do this. Start by just, you know, sitting on him. Uh, and I remember the director being like, no, you need to sit. This is this is a bit vulgar. This one's going to be a vulgar one. You need to sit on his crotch, like <laughs> straight there. And I remember you, and, but, but Teresa was like, but when you're ready, when you're both ready. Uh-huh. Um, and so it started out, you would sit like on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then the director was like, hold on, that's not it. You have to uh, pull Josh's face in to your uh, uh, your chest, your breasts. And mm-hmm. like, you know, again, barely knew each other, but that's what we had to do the first day of blocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I we remember- added in the slide between your knees section yeah. as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 It was a very, like, uh, <laughs> very sexual, very sexual aspect yep. of that show. Was- and I didn't shut up for the whole thing. You right. weren't even we were talking, and I was tied to a chair wearing a bra and a tutu. Yeah. Um, and so the first rehearsal, our director goes, okay, you got to do this. And then they'll just shove his face in between your boobs. And, yep. and and she was like, go. Didn't even give us a chance to be like, hi, how you doing? Is this okay with you? <laughs> you know, just boom, boom. And, you know, I, I only went to a few rehearsals because I was only in a, that scene. Right. Uh, so I remember not coming back for about a week and then coming back again. And <laughs> you – 
but we had talked in class and, you know, you got a little closer. It was okay. Then a little closer. And then by the end of the run, it was right where the director had wanted it, where you were sitting literally on, on top of me. Yep. Uh, and, and the, the, the pull in, into you was not as, you know, gentle as it started. It was very vulgar. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, my mom is here and your parents are here watching this. Uh, I remember meeting them, meeting them after the show. We were both walking to our cars and I was trying to walk past you as fast as I could. So I didn't have to talk to anybody. Um, and then oh, you going, no. Oh look, there's Josh. He played the counselor. Mm-hmm. And these are my parents. I was like, huh? Hi. Oh, hey, guys. Nice to meet you. Uh, Claire's great. Have a good <laughs> night. Have a good night. And I remember walking side by side, but I didn't say a word after that. You know, I just walked to my car. I was like, I've said what I need to say. But we went from, you know, you sitting on my knees to a full straddle. Correct. My face on your chest. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And it was, you know, quite the exp- quite a, a way to really get to know someone. It's it'll um, speed up the friendship and, process oh, really fast. Can you imagine if we just didn't talk at all? Like if we didn't have a class together, do you think we would have become friends, or do you think we would have just been like, "Hi, how you doing? Let's do the show today." And boom. I I feel like the class was a great catalyst because you didn't have the uh, like the opportunity to cart- compartmentalize sure rehearsal because then I had to see you in the middle of the day. And so it was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, how's it going? It also helped that like our personalities worked well together. So yeah, very much so. Become actual friends. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like we were. It was a begrudging. No, uh, no, 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 no. Relationship. I, uh, through. Right. Yeah. And I remember my brothers seeing the show, and they're like, "Is that weird?" That <laughs> she lo- looks like you're literally about to do like the the dirty. Um, <laughs> And it's a very like, cause you know, there was, the, I remember you, there was a part where you had to stroke your hand across my chest, separating oh, yeah. my legs and then, you know, going mm-hmm. from there. And I was like, oh no, it's, it's just down to a science at this point. You know, it was just, I mean, it was a bit weird at first, but by the end it was kind of like, oh, hey, Claire, how's it going? Boom. You know? Yep. And that was, that was it. And then we'd go home at the end of the day and you know, yeah. that was that. Well, um, something really funny about that whole encounter. Well, I have a couple funny notes. Sure. One, I don't think I've ever been in a show and maybe this is just what it's like to be a bustier person in theater where I didn't do that to somebody. Really? Because I did it in Twelfth Night. Yep. I did it in shows in high school. I did it as like we built it in as a joke in other shows that I was in. That or like pulling something out of the chest area, whether it be like money or a purse. So that part, I was like, easy money. This is going to be great. The One of the real dramas of that whole part too, when she was like, I just want you to sit. I just want you to go for it. I was like the the genuine fear that I had that one day I was going to sit and just hear two leg bones like break with the little chair that you were stuck oh, on. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. So again, part on the edge of the knees and like also at the beginning I was like up on my tiptoes so I wasn't yeah. putting any of my body weight on you. Sure. And by the time we got to the end, just having pages of dialogue memorized and knowing how much shit I had to do to you and then immediately walk around you and go yeah. make out with our Lampito right yeah. behind you. Yeah. It became a matter of like a mental list. I was like, crotch, boobs, kiss, feet. Like, it was just <laughs> and You had I it down, like, yeah. What's it what must it be like to be a business major? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like I go home from working 
all day and I'm like, okay, make out, uh, boobs, uh, crotch, uh, get up. And, and yet this is at rehearsal. This is not an intimate relationship. No. Uh, it's, it's not like we were seeing each other. We weren't dating. We were just literally working on a show that yep. required you to mm-hmm. sit on me in that way. And, you know, that's, uh, it's, all, it's strictly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, except for like two, a day a week, except for like Sundays, I think it humbled me as an actor to, to just, you know, know, Oh, so this is what it's like when you have to make out with someone in the show. But I feel like what we were doing was 20 times more intimate than uh, making out with someone in a show. Um, Something I think was great about it, though, is there was humor in it. Never like a threatening. I, no. I feel like the the vibe would have been totally different if it hadn't had been the like crazy sure. slutty show that we were doing. Oh, absolutely! It was, it was so like lighthearted and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so overdone. It was almost cartoonish. We had to scale it back. Do you remember that? We, we did, to, yeah. We were like, we're like oh, it was too much. We're really having too much fun. So we got to scale this <laughs> whole thing back. Yeah. Because I think, I think again, there's also like a safety in that humor of yeah. like, there's nothing, this is funny. And we're going to yeah. make this as funny and awkward and silly as we physically can do. Which uh, was great. I, I, before we move on to the next show... You know, I just love talking about this, that moment we shared in uh, Lysistrata. During the photo call, oh, no. everything else was like two pictures done, two pictures done. <laughs> but that scene was like a 25-minute photo shoot mm-hmm. of, and they wanted different things. They wanted it, it was literally, they would, we would start the scene, stop. And it took like 25 minutes to get through this photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hardest thing was when you're doing a photo shoot like that is there's no audience except for the designers. So it's just quiet. Yep. Uh, and they would be like, okay, hold on, hold on. And, you know, we'd be like staring into each other's eyes. Like I'm trying to look mean and, you know, angry, but, you know, it's it's really hard not to laugh. And then yeah. later when it comes to the moment where you're on top of me, they wanted that shot like so many times and there was mm-hmm. on the internet on the Mason players Facebook yeah. page there's probably like 20 pictures of it it was like the titular moment in the show I think right. sure. it was like sure. the funniest visual gags oh absolutely and it was just I remember sitting there and trying not to laugh yeah and I remember there there is a picture I've seen it I you know I obviously don't want this picture because I don't you know it's I want that, but there's a picture with you put, putting my head in between your 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 boobs, and I just uh-huh. I remember doing that. I don't remember when we took that picture, but we they took so many where they were like, okay, go back, and you're gonna do it again. But it'd be like you know, take the picture, mm-hmm. breathe, 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 boom, and you know, it was just I was like, God, this this creepy old man, like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I that like the theater department loves to do that because on one of the like graphics for the department. Is me doing that to Jacob? Yes. From Night. Yeah. There's another picture of that, it and I'm is. like, how many times are, is my chest gonna be in one of these pictures? <sighs> wow. I mean, hey, you know, I get cheers. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, speaking of Jacob, let's go into yes. the next show. So yes. we did. You and I did two shows back to back. Yes. The next show we were in was Twelfth Night. A mm-hmm. 1960s version of Twelfth Night in Woodstock, yes. directed by our pal Kayla Schultz. I did not expect to be in that show. Kayla was on the has an inner uh, an episode coming up soon, and we talked about that. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be in the show. I can't. I can barely speak English, and why would I want to try to speak Shakespeare? And so I played Malvolio, and you played Mariah. Mariah, who I thought was Maria, 
So did I. It takes uh, a second. <laughs> and and I remember I said that to someone. I don't remember who I who I was talking to. I was like, oh yeah. Claire plays Maria and they're like, Mariah, Josh. And I was like, where's, how do I, am I supposed to know that? Well, I, I said, I, my name. I said I was cast as Maria directly to Ed Giroux. Oh no. And he went, Mariah. And I was like, yeah, huh? That's the one. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. DC's number one Shakespearean uh-huh. actor. I was like, I'm just trying to keep you on your toes. Thank you so um, much for I, living. I, up. Uh, so we did that show, but before we talk about that, I want to talk about, you know, the halfway through the rehearsals, we had like, we had a week and a half to memorize that play, which much, was yeah. so weird. Cause then we, we really got to play after, but Kayla wanted us memorized very early. And our mm-hmm. D run was like a week into the rehearsal process yeah um do you remember the energy when ed was coming to see the show i have never seen a group of college students more terrified and humbled than that designer run do you remember and you know the worst thing is no one laughed nobody laughed and we're all of us like you know um tooting my horn and and whoever else is the group of comic actors so you me jacob i remember rachel there and m and a few others were all standing in a corner backstage going, what the hell are we doing wrong? Yeah. This was funny last night. Why uh-huh. is it not working tonight? Um, and uh, I, I just remember that energy because, one, we started an hour and a half late. Uh, yep. Because we were waiting for Ed because I think he was in like a Newsies rehearsal at the time. So mm-hmm. he couldn't be there. But we started late and he sat. I remember he sat in the most unfortunate place for me. And it was where I delivered all of my freaking monologues oh, was yeah. to Ed. And I was like, this is the worst day of my life. I, <laughs> I've, I've met this man maybe twice. And this is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but the energy, we were all in black box, which is next to where we performed the show. The energy and the tension in that room, it was mm-hmm. like, it was just uncomfortable to be in there. And then when the show started, we were all kind of like, Oh God! Why is no one laughing? Did we? Is it bad? Like, did we think it was bad? And it was a really funny show, and we yeah. had some great actors in it. But going all the way back, going all the way back to uh, rehearsals, there. <laughs> one of my favorite stories to tell about uh, when when I'm asked, "Oh, what's what's it like, you know, working with friends?" And I said, "Oh, well, I had a really good friend in a show, uh, uh, Claire. We did this play called Twelfth Night by Shakespeare, and we sat together a lot during table work. <laughs> I uh, think I know because we were, <laughs> we were all in the same scenes, and when we weren't on stage, we got to just chat and like you know be with each other. Uh, my my rehearsal snack is a nice uh, brown sugar cinnamon, uh, not brown sugar cinnamon, just brown sugar. I think popcorn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and you know I ate them every day. That and trail mix." Um, I had our pal Colleen on one side who loved to eat, help me eat my trail mix. And then you on the other side, my right side, <laughs> I remember I'm going in on this, this, uh, pop tart and you know, it, it, what you were aiming for is not something we hadn't done before. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you put your hand like on my, uh, on my lap. Yeah. And yeah, and I think, oh, Claire, she, she wants some pop tart. So I took <laughs> the pop tart off and I put it in her hand and <laughs> <laughs> nervous. She goes, Oh, you go. I um I wanted to hold your hand. And I was like, Oh, and, you know, wiping the Pop Tart off of you, the residue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, because and you know, as I said, that wasn't an uncommon thing. We had done that before mm-hmm. during Lissa Strata, during, you know, random times we were together. Um yeah. and so I don't know why in my head I didn't think, oh, we're gonna hold hands like we usually do. No, she wants some Pop Tart. Obviously, it's <laughs> she's hungry. It's like eight was- o'clock at night. <laughs> There was something so disconcerting because I wasn't looking at you either. I set the hand over um, and I was like writing notes in the thing. 
having like something that felt like plastic because that's what pop tarts feel like get set in the palm of my hand and, then nothing, and pulling it over and there's like a broken rectangle of like brown sugar pop tart and i looked over and again it's eight at night and it had been a long day and i was just like i wanted to hold your hand and watching you realize that reach over and take the pop tart out of my hand eat it and then what yeah, yeah. this and then oh I think God. we held hands. We held hands for like yeah, the yeah, universal yeah. after that. And that wasn't like I said, that was a very common thing. I remember you know, yeah. even if we were sitting <laughs> even later into rehearsal, we'd be sitting off the side and we'd hold hands. Yeah, know, I'm very side. tactile. If we are yeah. sitting somewhere, I'm gonna be like, hands yeah. please. Claire's a very uh, cuddly person. It's true. Um, it and you know, I am not, but you know, it's <laughs> uh so that's why I hate Claire Gardner, but uh, just kidding. Uh, yeah, so no, now we're going to get to the part of the podcast where we talk about everything no. Josh hates about. Me. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it, the, if I feel super comfortable, and obviously I have no choice but to feel super comfortable with you, I can hold yeah. your hand and cuddle with you. Like, it's totally fine. <laughs> uh, so Twelfth Night was uh, a long rehearsal process. Not really. It was like a month and It something. felt long. It felt long because we were constantly changing stuff. Yes. And when you're working on a comedy and playing – very big comic roles. It's hard mentally, physically, uh, emotionally. It takes a toll. We were very lucky to play the two, you know, it was a comedy, but we had the comic roles in the show. Mm -hmm. The whole show was a comedy, but we had really great moments that our characters got to explore. And so you and I, uh, one, again, we've never been in a show together where we liked one another. No, never It's always been, oh, I hate you. And (laughs) Malvolio and uh, Mariah, almost said Maria, worked. I think, is that that correct? They worked for Olivia or? Yeah, they were of Olivia's We were part of the staff. Yeah. I was the steward and you were the, the steward. I don't know. And you were the what? What were you? I don't know exactly what you would refer to her as in our version. I I think of her almost like the nurse from Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) The closest relation to your female lead. Yeah. And and so there were constant times of changing jokes and punchlines and this and that. Uh, And it was after a while, it was really hard to do a comedy because, you know, you want to be funny, but after a while – you you're like I can't be funny anymore. Like this just yeah. isn't funny to me. Um, but it's not necessarily supposed to be. But it's kind of like I don't know if this is working anymore. But you and I would do things either backstage, um, or or just anywhere. Uh, again, it would be like or talking. And it's so funny. I don't know if you remember this. And I've never done this with anyone. I don't know if you've done this with anyone, but when we would talk backstage before, like a, a scene or something, we were like, you know, our noses were touching. It was yeah, almost it's like dark we talk, there. right? And you'd be like, "Oh God, you're like right there." People can think something's going on over here, but we're, <laughs> we're just talking about what we're going to have for dinner when we get home from rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and then we would like, you know, you have this. Oh God, it used to make me so angry, but I loved it. You say <laughs> something to me. Because there was a scene where you and I were off stage together because we both had to enter through one entrance. And yes. you would say something like, you know, honestly, I remember a few times you said a few dirty things <laughs> and then you would just trottle on stage. And then I'd, and then it would be my turn to walk on and think, uh, uh, hmm, <laughs> I have to be the mean one. I'm the bad guy of the show. Yeah. So I have to, you know, I can't smile until act two. But I always think it's fun to drop something on your coworker and then walk away yeah, from it. Yeah, you were like, you know, <laughs> I, I, remember, I don't, I, obviously I can't say what you said out loud. Uh, also partially because I don't remember exactly, but I know, I you know. One of them was something about work those jorts. And then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
that was one of them. Work those drinks, zip me up into the bag and roll me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but such such a fun play at the end. But one of my favorite memories of that play, besides the Pop Tart incident, right, would be I think we were we were holding. And then it'd be, or, you know, it was a normal rehearsal, not even tech, but we put it into the show. We did it a few times. There was a scene where we were uh, across from each other on stage and it started in rehearsal because Kayla was doing something with uh, Colleen and we just started playing rock, paper, scissors on Uh stage together. And then slowly, I I don't know if you remember this, but there were a few times where we we would still do it until the point where we're like, okay, we can't, we're not allowed to do this bit. Mm -hmm. But it was just, then it became like a stare down. Of each other across the stage. There's like a wild west, like I see you, I see you, I see you, boom. Um, so much fun. I just remember being in one of the tech rehearsals and we were playing rock, paper, scissors across the stage from each other, as you mm-hmm. know, all this tech is happening, and we're just like rock, paper, scissors, and just trying not to laugh. But the scene's still going on. So they're holding, but they're reworking aspects of the scene, and then here you and I are, you know, be like rock, paper, scissors. Because that was, you know, that tech was that tech was long. It was, a, I think, that was my my longest tech, uh, just because mm-hmm. of all of the music in the show. Oh yeah, um, music, sound cue, all of it. Exactly. So it was a lot, but but so much fun. All of my pa- all of our friends were in that show. Yeah. So it was just great to play around with. Do you think there's a reason why we always get cast as uh, people that don't like each other? Do you think we give off that vibe? I don't know. If okay, if I have a real answer for this question and not a joke one. Sure. I think we maintain a very similar presence and okay. energy and yeah. we are similar in height and just sort of general look. Physically, yeah, we kind of look like. So if you wanted to pit anybody against one another and have it seem extremely even, we were a good go-to. And and it's not like I tower over you or or anything like that. I mean, I'm taller than you, but not by like a whole lot. And the only thing that gave me that extra inch or so in Twelfth Night was I was wearing shoes and you were completely barefoot. Yeah. Um, Which was, just to say, was a very uh tricky thing um, the amount of times people would step on each other's toes uh-huh. and i remember thinking like you know i'd hear people complain and i'd be like ha, ha, ha. i got shoes and <laughs> yeah, socks you on. um you know so but but yeah i've always wondered why because that happened twice in a row when we were paired to really hate each other mm-hmm. um but now that you said that physically that makes sense mm-hmm. uh and energy i i think you have a lot more of that stage energy than i do um, unless it calls for it, but you know, you're one of the hardest working actors I've ever worked with when it comes to energy. Cause you're like, okay, let's go. Boom. Four hours. You're there the entire time. <laughs> Unlike Thank myself, you. the unprofessional I am, I get like an hour and a half into it. Like, damn, I'm tired. <laughs> like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I need to Re-fuel. refuel. Someone go get my pop tart. Claire, ready? <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> yeah. but that was such a fun show. And even in the days when it was tough, I remember there were days where, you know, I wouldn't be in the best of moods, or maybe you had something that went on that day. But uh, we were very close during that show. I think that's when our friendship really, really grew. Uh, I, I would agree. Um, but again, we really didn't have a choice because we were all in the same scenes. And so mm-hmm. whenever we were off stage, we were often the only few off stage. So <laughs> I like to uh, end my shows with an RQR, which is a random question round, where I pick oh. a random question and I ask you. And today's question. <clears throat> is what is something you carry in your backpack that is not school related? For example, 
I used to carry what I, you know, I carried a poncho for a while uh, or an umbrella, an insane amount of pens that, you know, that could be school related, but like, you know, other random things that were like a hat. I used to carry a hat in my backpack just in case I wanted to wear a hat. Mm-hmm. Do you carry anything in your backpack that's like random? You are not ready for this. Are we talking things I used to carry or things I do or both? Hit me with both. Used to, middle school, uh, and a few steps into high school, my entire Yu-Gi-Oh deck stayed in my backpack. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so I was ready to duel at any given time. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that would swap out for my DS for Pokemon because I'm way better at Pokemon than I am Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Now, I don't think I go anywhere without at least one set of tabletop dice in my bag. Okay. Pretty much all the time. Just And I don't yeah. know why I'm ready because i doubt that's not how it works people don't just go hey could you just slide in real quick on the bus and play this tabletop with us and i'd be like yes yeah let's shoot crap you know uh are those the same kind of dice or am i not the same kind of dice i no. didn't think so those are those other <laughs> dice those, those, those it was dice. a good call though uh wow i'm embarrassed gonna have to cut this i'm not gonna cut this out because i want to show that i'm a human those are the, those <laughs> are the, cool, the, the dice you're talking about are the cool ones right yeah the d20s 20 yeah. sided yep yep Oh yeah. Here I am. You're like, ha ha ha. Fuck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I say it's cringe, but I'm having the time of my life. I just got into like MMORPGs video game style. Okay. And that's something that I think, I don't know why I separated like Dungeons and Dragons and then MMORPGs. Sure. At like different levels of like nerd um and i was like i'm this kind but i'm not that kind and now i'm both i just started playing final fantasy 14 okay like it's um shadow bringers i think is the last thing of it that i have Uh and there's something about sitting by yourself on this game that you've played for 15 consecutive hours um, and then realize like getting a message on there and somebody being like, thanks tank or whatever. And you're like, no problem. And then you like stand up to get a snack and you realize it's been 15 hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> of people referring to you by your cat boy character's name. Sure. Is that what this email address was? I got to ask this email. No, that's my middle school Gmail email because I don't uh, use a professional one yet. Okay. I mean, when I saw it, I was like, hmm. What the hell? Who's Annie? <laughs> uh, is that your middle name? Nope. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I love it. Um, my e- I was traceable in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> my email has been the same since I think I got an iTunes account. Oh, um, word. But I used to share it with my brothers and now it's mine. But I'm not going to say my email out loud. You know, creepers out there. It's true. Um, They're going to send you emails. <laughs> exactly. We don't want that. Although you can find it on the Somewhat Happy Hours page uh, for some reason. I don't know why it's there, but it is. I don't remember putting it there. But um, Claire, it's been so much fun. I love talking That's with you. Uh, I love you. I miss working <laughs> with you. Uh, Me too. Um, I miss, you know, uh, giving you Pop-Tarts when you just want to hold my hand. <laughs> Um, it's okay. You can do that all the time when we work at the same school. Sure. Yeah. I can, you want to I'll come into your class, take your pop tarts right off your desk. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, and then I'll say, oh, I thought we were going to hold hands today, but it's fine. And I'm going to go, no. And all the um, kids are going to go, oh, ooh, Miss Gordon hates you. So do you, do you have a name you want your kids to call you? I don't know why. I absolutely hate the idea of Mrs. Gardner or Ms. Gardner. Maybe Miss G. 
I do. I want to be Miss G. On that note, thanks so much for joining us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had kids call me Mr. V, and I was like, friends, my name is four V E S four four letters long. It's there's no it's short enough. Um, but okay, Miss G. Well uh noted. And uh, I'm only judging you out loud, so that's fine. Oh, okay, great, great, great. <laughs> well, you know, as I said, you're uh, one hell of a comic performer. I love working with you. I miss working with. Thank you so much for taking the time and being uh, a part of the Somewhat Happy Hour show today. Oh, so happy uh, to do it. Can't wait to have you back. Uh, I would love to anytime. Put on your Crocs and let's get dressed. It's Somewhat Happy 